Well, my dear listeners, you have come a long, long way and have overcome many obstacles. You heard your call to adventure, and perhaps you refused that call at first, but you did indeed accept it. You met your mentor or had some form of supernatural aid come your way, and you finally crossed the first threshold on your quest to become the best version of yourself that you can be. That first threshold caused a transformation to happen, and you spent some time in the belly of the whale, only to be birthed out anew upon your road of trials. You met with the goddess when you realized that you have both a masculine and feminine archetype within you that you need to nourish, and then you finally faced yourself when the temptation to continually blame others for your problems arose. And now, my dear heroes, you have arrived at the abyss. It's time to face the demon that holds the most power over you. Hello, spiritual seekers, and welcome to yet another Hero's Journey episode of Think Spiritual Podcasts. As always, I'm your host, Mark, and today we are taking on a really big step in Joseph Campbell's Hero's Journey. Today, we are going to atone with our fathers. Well, okay, perhaps we shouldn't take that too literally, although we could take it very literally. Some of you out there may have issues with your fathers. Perhaps you or your father has to make amends to the other for a wrong that was committed by one or by both of you. This is a very common theme in old tales and in new tales for that matter. The relationship between fathers and children is very often fraught with misunderstanding and hurt feelings, generally due to the father's inability to deal with their own emotions, often due to the issues they have with their own fathers. Following that example, it's easy to see how the broken trail of a trauma can be created or traveled if there is never any atonement with the father along the way. Maybe it's plain to see, and maybe it's still not clear to you, so I'm going to talk about a few examples of atonement with the Father in daily living, in modern stories, and I'll also tell you about my own life experience, and that will be at least one example that has nothing to do with my actual physical Father. With the atonement with the Father step of the hero's journey, the Father is a symbolic stand-in for whatever holds the most power over you. I began Think Spiritual Podcast November 2017, and my reason for doing so was because I was having a difficult time learning anything new from many of the spiritual teachers that I listened to. It seemed like I was having most of my own thoughts and feelings just thrown back at me. And then I had a bit of a shocked and confused moment when two teachers that I regularly listened to, you know, they disagreed harshly on a particular subject, and I didn't know which one of them I should keep listening to. The choice I made was to stop listening to both of them and to strike out on my own and to begin to speak up my own ideas and to teach my own thoughts. So you see, those two teachers were metaphorically my father and I was the rebellious son who had to answer my call to adventure and take up the quest of finding out who I really was and I had to follow my destiny and do what I felt was necessary and right. Creating and producing Think Spiritual podcasts has been a hero's journey of its own and it seems like I go through each step of the hero's journey every time I need to produce another hero's journey episode. Uh, remember the last episode when I actually faced the temptation of possibly giving up entirely? The same is true this time around. I had to atone with the two teachers who initially sent me on my quest. Now, I did not set about to purposely do this. It simply happened to be that I've occasionally tuned into some other new material during the last couple of months. And I've also completely accepted that they don't agree on some subjects, and I'm okay with that. They don't have to agree, and I don't have to hang on their every word as I have found my own path and my own way. But that doesn't mean that they have nothing to teach me anymore either. By combining what I've learned on my own and by listening to and incorporating their teachings, 
I am a far more powerful hero now than when I began this journey. To expand on the hero theme, let's take another look at Thor Odinson from the Marvel movie series. If you're a regular listener, I'm sure you know how much I love Thor Ragnarok, but in preparation for this episode, I went back to the original 2011 Thor film to examine Thor's birth stages. And wow, am I glad I did. You know, I've loved the Thor films right from the first moment that he appeared on screen, but I have a newfound respect and love for this first film. There's something very powerful and satisfying about seeing the end result in Thor Ragnarok, the hero becomes king, and then going back to see his humble beginnings. Or not so humble as is the case with Thor. As I watched the movie again, it was really interesting to note just how one-dimensional he was as a character. And that alone made me realize how taking the hero's journey makes us multi-dimensional. We move from flat, egocentric, passions-driven automatons to deep-feeling, compassionate, empathic, connected individuals. Such is the case with Thor when his first movie begins. He's prideful, arrogant, brutish, impatient, and his whole identity is rooted in his accomplishments in battle. Now that's a pretty cool character to have at your side because archetype-wise, Thor is the warrior. However, he's possessed by that warrior energy and he's enacting nothing but that warrior. There's nothing else of substance to him. Odin, Thor's father and king of Asgard, eventually sees this in his son. I think Odin was so proud of Thor for so long that he was willfully blinded into nearly giving him the throne. Perhaps that's the downfall of only having one eye. Now Thor, possessed by his warrior archetype, thinks his father is a doddering old fool and has grown soft and weak. So Odin, in his great wisdom, strips Thor of all he believes himself to be. He takes Thor's symbol of authority, his armor, and the mighty Molnir. He curses Thor as he calls him unworthy and Odin casts Thor of Asgard. That right there is the rift between the father and son that must eventually be atoned and repaired. No, I'm not talking about the fact that they had a fight and they have to mend their relationship. I'm talking about how Odin called Thor unworthy, but he then creates a path back to Asgard for Thor to follow. Odin imbues Molnir with the ability to grant the power of Thor to whoever is worthy, and Thor gains his power back by giving up his pride. That is Thor's atonement with the father moment, when he lets go of his pride and he accepts that he can't control everything and that he can't fight his way out of every single situation. When he understands that he's not only a nearly indestructible, nearly immortal god, but he's also a fallible and nearly human bag of flesh. It's at that moment that he becomes worthy of the power that he once possessed. What really happened is that Odin, in his infinite wisdom, sent Thor to Earth to nourish his humanity. To become a good king, Thor had to first learn to become a decent human being. Honestly, I could spend hours talking about the different movies and different Atonement with the Father scenarios. This stage of the hero's journey is the entire reason that you began your quest in the first place. Case in point is my personal hero's journey away from evangelical Christianity. This began March 2007, 12 years ago from the production time of this episode of Think Spiritual Podcasts. For many years, I was very angry at that religion, and I spent a lot of time railing against it. As more years went by, I began to ignore it and not give it as much of my attention. I was spending time finding my own path of spirituality. And eventually, I made peace with my Christian past as I began to accept that there was some truth in the Bible and in the words of Jesus Christ. That was my personal atonement with the Father moment, when I was able to be okay with my Christian past and upbringing and was able to look at Christianity with new eyes. None of that meant I had to become a Christian again. I didn't have to accept Jesus as my Savior and beg for his forgiveness for leaving. Hell, it could be successfully argued that Jesus or Father God was the one who sent me on my journey away from that stifling religion. 
No, my atonement with the Father happened when I could shake Christianity by the hand and not challenge it to a duel to the death, when I could look it in the eye and not rage in anger, but simply say, thank you for the good times, but I'm going this way now, and I'll be over here if you need me. And yes, I did just put myself on the same level as a global religion. Sometimes it's okay to be the arrogant hero. Okay. In these Atonement with the Father examples of my podcast journey and Thor's beginnings and in my Atonement with Christianity, there is one particular word that I've used that I want to focus on because it is the true meaning behind this Atonement with the Father step of the hero's journey. Acceptance. Acceptance of the way things have been is the cold, hard, ugly demon that we all have to face. I understand that acceptance was something that I brought up in the temptation stage of my hero's journey series, and it's something I'm going to bring up in the next episode as well. This is because these middle stages of the hero's journey are all tightly interwoven. Temptation is always the urge to abandon the quest because in order to continue on, we have to face and deal with the things we've been avoiding. The next stage, apotheosis, grants us new knowledge and or wisdom. We die to our old ways and are resurrected anew. Without these two stages, our atonement with the Father means nothing. We have to overcome something to get to it, and we have to gain something from the atonement. Or vice versa. Uh, One thing I don't think I brought up during this Hero's Journey series is that these stages don't always happen in this specific order. The order of these presentations is, shall we say, the average procedure. Now, back to the point of acceptance. As we continue our individual hero's journeys, we all must come to that place of acceptance. We all have to accept that life may not have dealt us the greatest hand. We all have to accept that we've either done some terrible things or had some terrible things done to us. We all have to accept that we are where we are because of the choices we have made. We have to get to that point of accepting that this is how our life has turned out and that we can only change now. Because if we don't accept how things are, we become Batman. Wait, what? We become Batman, you make that sound like a bad thing. Uh, That's what you're saying to me at this moment, right? Uh, Trust me, dear listeners, you don't want to be Batman. Unless you've been living under a rock in the Marianas Trench, I'm quite certain that you have at least an inkling of Batman's origin story. The young Bruce Wayne witnessed his parents, billionaire philanthropists Thomas and Martha Wayne, being murdered during a mugging. Uh, Sorry, uh, non-related side note here, but if you ever have the chance to watch the DC animated movie Justice League The Flashpoint Paradox, it depicts an alternate universe where Bruce Wayne was gunned down as a child and his father Thomas becomes Batman and his mother Martha becomes, get this, the Joker. From that moment, they also obviously stop being philanthropists because their own hope for the future is dead. All they care about is revenge and their own love-hate relationship. It's a brilliant play on the archetypes, and actually, good God, uh, Flashpoint as a whole is in Atonement with a Father film. Go find it and watch it, but uh, okay, back to my point. Okay, Bruce Wayne sees his parents killed and vows to spend his life doing something about it, and he does so by becoming Batman and fighting crime. All right, so far, all good? Sure. Okay, Batman is the hero, and by embracing the hero, he takes up the hero's journey. But now comes the problem. Bruce Wayne's true hero's journey is to become Bruce Wayne, not Batman. Batman is the tool, the archetype, the alter ego that Bruce Wayne needs to get him through to (laughs) acceptance that his parents are dead and they are never coming back to life. Every single time that Bruce Wayne is faced with his atonement with the father moment, his moment of acceptance, he turns away from it and he flees back into his Batman persona. Bruce Wayne is stuck in an endless loop of behavior. There was a birth moment for Batman. That was his belly of the whale step. His road of trials are his constant battles with crime in Gotham City. 
Batman has met with numerous goddesses along the way. Catwoman could be considered one, Vicky Vale as another, and the Joker is definitely one because he's Batman's polar opposite. There is always the temptation for Batman to abandon his quest and to leave Gotham in its misery, and for that matter, I'm quite sure he could become a criminal himself if he so chose. But now, rearing up like a specter from the past, comes Batman's, aka Bruce Wayne's, atonement with the father, acceptance of the death of his parents. It is the thing that he fears the most, and not because he won't accept that his parents are gone, but because Bruce Wayne doesn't know who he is without Batman. To continue his hero's journey, Batman has to die so Bruce Wayne can continue to live. And Bruce Wayne either rejects that outright, or the Batman persona is so strong, again possession by the warrior archetype, that he refuses to leave. And when that moment comes, and it always comes, Bruce Wayne resets to his Road of Trials phase of the hero's journey. So he's stuck. Road of Trials, Goddess, Temptation, here comes Atonement with the Father, and no thanks, reset. Road of Trials, Goddess, Temptation, Atonement, nope. Reset, Road of Trials, Goddess, Temptation. Oh, good God, I'm going to get stuck in an endless loop if I continue that paragraph. <sighs> Do you see my point? You don't want to be Batman. You don't want to be stuck in endless loops of behavior that leave you stuck on your hero's journey. Although you definitely could be like Christopher Nolan's version of Batman. That would be okay. And I'll talk about that series of movies in some upcoming episodes of Think Spiritual Podcasts. So perhaps this has been a very long-winded way of saying that atonement with the Father is about acceptance of your situation in life, and maybe I could have said it in a much simpler way, but I've enjoyed my meandering path today. I completely admit that acceptance is a difficult thing to achieve, but I will let you know that the hero's journey has you covered there as well. The next step, apotheosis, another death and rebirth stage, very much goes hand-in-hand with atonement with the Father. But... As always, that's just a bit of a teaser to prepare you for the next Hero's Journey episode of Think Spiritual Podcasts. And I just realized that I completely forgot to find a song to emphasize this step of the Hero's Journey. Okay, the writer and creator of me is freaking out at the moment because I shouldn't break with the tradition that I've carried through all these episodes. However, the warrior part of me is saying, F*** it, I've given you enough examples today and I'm tired of writing. Go find your own damn songs. And you know what? I think he's right. Go find your own damn songs and then let me know about them. I'd love to hear some music and lyrics that bring great meaning to your life. Also, I gave you the extra example of the Flashpoint Paradox. Honestly, DC animated films are the best superhero films. No exceptions. Definitely check that one out as the whole film is an Atonement with the Father film and you'll even see Batman have one of his Atonement moments that he will feel but he will ultimately reject. Thank you again for listening today. Please don't be afraid to like, share, comment, subscribe, and never feel like you're bothering me if you have any questions. I'm always happy to chat. One final thought and question before ending today's episode. How do you think this subject of acceptance could be applied to Western society today? I have been your host, Mark. This has been a talk about step nine of Joseph Campbell's hero's journey and how it applies to your life. How's that for a convoluted title? And I know that if you accept the way your life has been, that you can change yourself now so that your future world will be changed into the best world it can be. I will see you on the next episode of Think Spiritual Podcasts.